Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Mariners. I am not D.C. Lundberg. I am, in fact, J.D. Hernandez. And with me is D.C. Lundberg, the actual host of Locked On Mariners. Don't forget to download, comment, rate, subscribe if you haven't already. And D.C., where can the fine folks listen to this show? Oh, I'll tell you. They can hear this show wherever Podcasts can be heard on whichever device or whichever way you want to listen. That could be Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Just make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And also, uh, what else can they do, DC? That's about it. That's all I say at the intro. In fact, that's more than I say in the intro these days. So, yep, that was Jason Hernandez, uh, former frequent guest here on Locked On Mariners. (laughs) No, 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 I'm kidding. (laughs) That makes two now. (laughs) That's all right. Jason, thanks for joining us. And um, uh, the reason that he felt uh, compelled to do that, ladies and gentlemen, is that I had already tried to record an intro twice, and uh, it did not work so well. So, so Jason, the third time's a charm. Third time's a charm, and I didn't even have to do it. So thank you very much for that. On the previous episode, we had started talking about the life and career of the uh, late, great Tommy Lasorda, Hall of Fame manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers, was there for uh, multiple decades, as it were. And I had a feeling this was going to go into two parts, and it absolutely did. And Jason was just about to get on a roll. So I'm going to step aside here for just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, and let Jason take it. Go for it, sir. Yeah. Of course, you can chime in a little bit here and there. Sure. Uh, So where we left off, I talked about Tommy Lasorda and his derisive pitching statistics, as it were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he liked to make fun of himself a little bit. But that wasn't my favorite story of Tommy Lasorda. Probably one of my favorite anecdotes that he says frequently, and it always sounds better when you hear it from the man, is him talking about the incident in Philadelphia with the Philly fanatic. (laughs) That is always my favorite anecdote. And for me to even hear that in person, hmm, chef's kiss all the time. That was his favorite story where he, you know, fought the fanatic and, you know, Philly fanatic had a little blow up doll or I guess doll of Tommy Lasorda and Lasorda, you know, kind of beat him up. (laughs) But that, that one is probably my favorite story that he kind of said, like, on that little radio thing that I talked about. But my favorite story that he went into detail about, and I will remember this to this day. So Tom Lasorda, uh, he came down to Ontario a bunch of times. And I actually mentioned this on my Twitter. So I'm going to read it as is on Twitter. Where Tom Lasorda, he would often come to Ontario to watch indoor soccer because his godson, Chris Leggio, he was a sponsor for the team that I've worked for. I've done the clock and PA for them, Mm. the Ontario Fury. And Tommy was a huge fan of indoor soccer. He liked it. He liked the fast action. And Tommy would often come down to the public address booth. I'd met him multiple times because he came down to field level a lot. And he liked to chat it up with the players and coaches and whatnot. And because I was in that public address booth and doing the PA a couple times, He'd come down, and one of those times, he even, like, patted me on the back and said, you're the voice, huh? <laughs> like, kind of joking, <laughs> joking around, like, yeah. Nice. So we chatted up, and he loved telling stories. He really loved it. And one of the first times I met him, I told him, now, I believe Dodger Blue. I told him that, and he just kind of patted me, like, that's good, kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. If I can get approval from Tom Lasorda, that's worth it. Yes, it is. But, you know, I I ate up those stories. 
And when I said he had great memories of Montreal, he had multiple stories about Montreal. There's one famous incident that you, of course, might know about in Montreal. It, it actually and, sprung to mind when you were talking with the Philly fanatic. I think I know what you're talking about because yeah, it involves you, the Montreal Expos mascot, Yuppie. And whoa, I'll let you whoa, take whoa, it from whoa, here. Hold on, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Montreal Canadiens current mascot because i got to bring a little bit of hockey into it. But at the but, time, he was the Montreal Expos mascot. Les, les Expos. Yuppie got ejected from the stadium because Yuppie kept... So in Tommy's words... Tommy, this is according to Tommy Lasorda, by the way, mm-hmm. that Yuppie was banging on top of the dugout way too much, and he could he could even hear some of the little like like some of the noises he was making, <laughs> something that he didn't always say. But when he told me this story, he said, "I swear to God, that guy in the suit made so much bleeping noise, <laughs> and he was driving me freaking nuts." And this was the middle of a very important race too. You know, at the time, it was an important race, mm-hmm. and it was an important game. This was in 89. So the Dodgers had just won the World Series. Montreal was kind of in it. The Dodgers were kind of in it. But Tommy was pissed off so much to the point. And, you know, some of the video shows, like, Yupi just laying down on top of the dugout. No. According to Tommy... He was causing a ruckus or a disturbance and making too much noise that apparently the cameras didn't catch or none of the microphones caught. So that's why Tommy Lasorda came out from the dugout and just stared at the mascot and just gave him like this mad dog look. And according to Tommy, he said, I'd had enough. I need to let the umpires know to get his you-know-what butt out. Mm -hmm. Yep. And there's sad Yuppie just leaving the stands, and that was it. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh-huh. Oh, the colorful Tommy Lasorda stories that he had. Yep. But he, he talked about Montreal in several stories. He talked about the Yuppie incident. He talked about the comeback, the Blue Monday, where Rick Monday had a game-winning home run at Montreal to advance in the playoffs. He talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. But he also talked about just the atmosphere of Montreal, how he said, you know what, when that place was packed, some of those fans were the loudest SOBs ever. But the thing was, <laughs> I couldn't talk back to them because those SOBs were talking in French and I couldn't understand a freaking word they're saying. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I mean, that's just Tommy to a T. He, yep. he would make a story even more colorful. And that's those are the stories that I ate up just listening to them. And the fact that he had multiple Montreal stories, yeah, that tells you that he either really loved it there or he really hated it there. <laughs> <laughs> either way, it was memorable. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. We're just about running up on a break, which means it's time for the trivia corner. Today we'll do a hall pass. And this gentleman enjoyed a 22-year major league career in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Just the later part of the 60s, the early part of the 90s. He has a slash line of 289, 321, 408, 2,715 career hits, 498 doubles, 174 home runs, 1,208 RBI. He's a one-time batting champion. He's led the league in doubles twice as well. He is an all-star, and he placed in the MVP voting one, two, 
three, four, five times. And he was a corner infielder and sometimes outfielder. I want to mention that as well. Yes, no, or maybe on Hall of Fame. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you who this is after we tell you about betonline.ag. And uh, let's see, uh, NFL playoff season is in full swing at this time. The NHL is uh, starting up pretty soon, and basketball's Woo. in full swing. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code Locked On for your 50% Welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer, gang. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use promo code locked on, all one word, for your sign up bonus. Hashtag bet online. The uh, Hall Pass, ladies and gentlemen, would the, would you consider this man for the Hall of Fame? Yay or nay, Jason? Um, what do you think? These are Hall of Fame credentials. Um, I think one team would argue that he's not a Hall of Famer. Oh, so sure. you know who this is? <laughs> of course, I know who this is. We've mentioned him recently. Uh, you know, on, the, on the very last show, as a matter of fact, I wanted yeah. to pick somebody with a strong Dodgers connection. Who is it? Um, some guy that's infamous in a certain World Series, that would be Mr. Bill Buckner. It would be. And it, un, unfairly, I mean, that one play should not define his entire career because those numbers speak for themselves. He was an excellent Major League Baseball player and an excellent contact hitter. Yeah, but again, he's always going to be known for that one error, and it, which and is a shame. It is a damn shame. And uh, that's another reason why I wanted to use Bill Buckner as a hall pass one of these days, just to highlight his career numbers. Because, I mean, you, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go over him again. You can rewind and listen, but I'll say 289 career average, over 2,700 hits, almost 500 doubles. The man yeah, had an excellent career. Yes, very much so. If you got a question or comment, please send it into lockedonmariners at gmail.com. I will reply to it on the air in an upcoming mailbag episode. Questions and comments on any subject are encouraged. Jokes are encouraged. Silly questions are encouraged. Those are my favorites, by the way. I'll send them all into lockedonmariners at gmail.com. Just please keep them family appropriate. We will return. Locked on Mariners will be back after this word from Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business gang serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Whether it's for your daily driver or for your classic, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specs, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? Give me one good reason to do that and I bet you can't. So go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car, truck, van, SUV, crossover, pogo stick, rickshaw, whatever you got, they got parts for it. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com Welcome to the second half of Locked On Mariners. Here once again is your host, D.C. Lundberg. Yes, indeed. Thank you, J.M. Before we get back to Mr. Lasorda, I want to uh, invite all of you to join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan, more affectionately known as Sully, 
Join him every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors, both past and present. Featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's uh, team of local experts, including myself, I was on about a week and a half ago, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best daily source for baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. DC Lundberg back here with uh, Locked On Anaheim Ducks host Jason Hernandez talking about the late great Tommy Lasorda. He shared multiple stories from uh, Mr. Lasorda. One thing that uh, I don't know why this sticks out in my head, Jason, as it does, but, but and, and it's a very small thing, but I think it spoke lengths about what Tommy Lasorda felt about the Dodgers. During Hideo Nomo's rookie season, or just after his rookie season, Hideo Nomo didn't speak any English. And there's a video clip of Tommy Lasorda teaching Nomo to say, I bleed Dodger blue. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> Mine too. I'm going to let you yeah. go once again, if you don't mind, since uh, you're the Dodgers guy and you've met Mr. Lasorda on multiple occasions. So the floor yeah. is yours once again, sir. Yeah, I was just going to chime in very quickly and say, you know, Tommy Lasorda talks about Montreal a lot. Uh, one of my favorite profanity-laced stories, and I'm not going to repeat much of it here, but I will just say he had fond memories of the time where he pitched and also coached and managed in one game. (laughs) You're asking, how the hell did that happen? Uh, He was pitching for the Montreal Royals. This was towards the end of his career. He was barely hanging on, playing in the minors. Uh, He pitched, and then his manager got ejected, and had some very colorful words that I cannot repeat here. <laughs> and then um, I guess someone else got ejected. So Tommy had to do it all that day. And I'm just going to say there was a lot of profanity in that story. But I ate it up. And he was very happy to share it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but something else that he loved to talk about. And I did mention this on my post because, you know, there's so many stories. And I can't even get to all of them because there's just so many. But he also loves talking about food. (laughs) He was such a foodie. As a, you know, I'm a huge foodie. You've seen me eat at baseball games. You know this Mm -hmm. a lot. Yep. On my ballpark tour, how much did I eat during that ballpark tour, DC? Many, many grasshoppers. Oh, a lot. Oh, but the Ivars, like, I ate everything up. No, in particular, during the ballpark tour when I had like three trips and two beers and a lot of food Mm -hmm. it was a lot so Tommy loved talking Italian food and that was actually like an entire conversation him and I had oh beautiful (laughs) Um, because and the reason for this is because there was an Italian restaurant that I liked going to up in the high desert up in Victorville and I said yeah this family knows what they're doing Uh, they have the authentic music um, they use the capers properly in some of the dishes. And he said, oh, you know what? Like, I got to be honest, being here in Southern California, you're kind of lucky because there's some actually good Italian places. But if you go to a place, <laughs> he actually mentioned, oh, what did he mention? I think he mentioned Denver <laughs> as being a place that didn't have a whole lot of quality Italian and he didn't like going there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> he loves specific kind of food. If there's a place that he doesn't like to go, it's going to be up to him. Uh, but he he loved, loved going to San Diego. He, he said two of his favorite road cities were San Diego and New York. Obviously, New York having some of the best Italian food 
ever, mm-hmm. and I'll agree with him on that. In fact, my favorite pizza place of all time closed uh, last year, unfortunately, which was in Hell's Kitchen. Ah, oh, sad about that. Devastated. But he's a man that loves his pizza. He loves his lasagna. He loves his pasta. <laughs> we we just you know talk stories and you know kind of gave me like a little tip on like how to properly prepare something. So I'm like, damn, this is so cool. Like I'm actually <laughs> talking to Thomas sort of like sharing food stories. This is awesome. I wish he would have released I, a cookbook. That's not a, that's not a joke. I, I wish he would have released a cookbook. He has his trattoria at Dodger Stadium, and he approves of all the dishes there for what it's worth. <laughs> so oh, there's beautiful. that. That's awesome. And he has had like some like cooking quotes here and there. like he's talked about it somewhat, but not enough, mm-hmm. yeah. in my opinion. I mean, if you're going to talk to someone about Italian food, he's going to be one of those guys. And I think that's what endeared me to him was, you know, like, you'd have all these people gushing in this sense, like, oh, it's Tommy Lasorda, let's talk baseball. And then me, because I'd met him before, like, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> like, let's talk about food. Like, I'm I'm game for that. Like, I can talk about food all day. <laughs> and when I told him that I was a foodie, he said, oh, have you tried this place? And this was like, damn it, Tommy. <laughs> like, like, I love my food, but I haven't been to place A and place B. Like, there was one place that he mentioned that I had been to, and that was it. And he said, oh, you're missing out. you got to try this. So I did. I eventually tried a couple more places that he luckily told me about. So uh-huh. that's just the kind of man that he was. I mean, <laughs> he was very versatile in his stories. It wasn't just about baseball. He talked about other sports, talked about food. I mean, that was one of his favorite things that he liked to talk about that we don't hear enough about. We don't hear enough about the non-baseball stuff. Yeah, that, so that's kind of that, good to highlight on that for this particular episode, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's stuff outside of the realm of baseball that he also wanted to talk about. Yeah, and I was um, going to mention a couple other baseball-related stories. I'm not going to now. I'm just going to let you go. Yeah, because there's so much more to Tommy. I mean, yes, he was with the Dodgers for 70-plus years, but, you know, he had his Italian food. He apparently... um had steak in a couple of restaurants. He also has a winery. Oh, Something does he? else that doesn't get talked about enough because you know me, DC. Yep. You know I love my wine. I, I mean, think we talked about this to, in one of your previous appearances. You can go in my cupboard right now and I have about nine different types of wine, folks. Nine <laughs> different types. One for each I, inning. Yeah. Hey, whoo, there it is. I might try to, No, I'm not going to try that. No, I might. Nah. Well, if I drink it at home and I watch nine innings on TV, that's fine. (laughs) I have had the Lasorda wine. It's been around for a long time. It is delicious. I might try to look to get some more. So, yeah. And he's really good. Oh, that's another story. Like another little thing. He knows how to pair his wine and his food. By the way, he was always a red wine kind of guy. <laughs> Him and UB40. <laughs> yeah. Red, red wine. Anyway. <laughs> um, Sorry. I told him, yeah, I, I do like specific kinds of red wine. Um, I do like, like, I actually told him, like, yeah, I like this Tempranillo mix. I like this kind of mix. So I think he was kind of surprised as far as me personally that he wanted to talk about something other than baseball, <laughs> which I think is great. Yeah. Wine and wine and food. Who knew? Anything else, sir? Um, I just want to say that, you know, 
I had the privilege and honor of meeting him several times and every time was more fun than the last and I got to take several like he was always up with taking a picture with me we have maybe like eight or nine pictures and someone pointed this out to me and I just kind of laugh at this mm-hmm. or you see a lot of pictures of Tommy and he looks like he's tired or you know, kind of scowling and <laughs> two people have pointed out man you got lucky you got a picture of him with like a full smile on your picture like yeah I kind of do that might have been a picture after we talked about food or something like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that would get him that kind of smile. Yeah. But to- Tommy, I love talking to you. I miss you. Yeah. Thank thank you for the stories. That's all I can say. Thank you for the memories, the stories. I cannot forget them. And I cannot thank him enough for those stories. Yes. And I'm glad I could share them. I could share them with you and the audience. Well, I'm very happy yeah. that you were able to do that, Jason. And before you wrap a nice little bow, I know you were in the process of doing that, but I want to say that the, in terms of getting pictures in which he looked like he was tired or scowling, he wasn't a sullen individual. He wasn't a grumpy person. He tended to get tired towards the later parts of these personal personal appearances. That's what the issue was. Um, and as a, as a man who is not... Uh, uh, in the best physical shape myself, I can understand that. But it wasn't an ad- it wasn't an attitude thing with him. It was stamina. Jason, uh, you can go ahead and wrap it up now if you'd like to. Yeah, but apparently talking about food was the secret sauce there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just wanted to get it out there that he wasn't a grumpy guy or anything like that. I just wanted to yeah. kind of yeah. Anyway, um, so to wrap up, uh, once again, thank you, Tommy, and you could hear my hockey podcast, which is Locked On Anaheim Ducks, on the Locked On Podcast Network. The Twitter for that is at LO underscore Ducks. And my personal Twitter is StimpyJD. And if you look at my personal Twitter, uh, there's a great picture with me and Tommy. And in fact, I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to make that my pinned tweet because, I mean, my pers- my other pinned tweet was about the trash girls. I mean, the Astros. Ah. I'm like, ah, you know what? <laughs> Let's change it up a bit. Let's change it up. The Dodgers won the World Series, and uh, and Tommy was part of it. Absolutely, yes. And I love Tommy mm-hmm. very much. Yep. Very glad to have done that. Uh, also, you can hear my podcast and this podcast, Locked on Mariners, via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. And make sure to download, rate, and subscribe if you haven't already. If you really like the podcast, make sure to subscribe. If you didn't like the podcast, uh, we're locked on sharks, and we curse a lot. We swear. Nice. One final thing that just popped into my head. I said I, said I wasn't going to mention any, any baseball stories, but there's a Mariners story involving Tommy Lasorda at the 2001 All-Star Game, and it has to do with Vladimir Guerrero. We're running out of time, so I'm not going to say the full story. I think you guys out there know what I'm talking about anyway. But look up the YouTube video. It's one of the it's one of the more memorable moments of that All Star oh, game when Tommy Lasorda gymnastics. was coaching third base. Yes, Tommy's <laughs> gymnastics. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. That's all right. When I was talking with my mother uh, the day after Tommy Lasorda passed, that's what immediately sprung into her mind. Uh, for me, it was the personal stories, obviously. I mean, oh, of course, because you yeah. you had the pleasure of. of of meeting him and speaking with him about things other than baseball, and I, 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 and I did not have the opportunity to meet him. But we're we're past time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much again, Jason Hernandez. He has already told you where you can find him. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program and his. Look for us on any podcasting app that you can happen to 
think of. Probably mailbag time next time, guys. And remember, LockedOnMariners at gmail.com is a place to send those messages. Thank you for listening. Tommy Lasorda, thank you for everything. This is Joey Martin for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.